everyone. Thanks for taking the time to stop by the campfire. I'm your host, Cole Kelly. Summer camp provides everyone involved a great deal of fun and a surprising amount of learning. Yes, it's actually true. You can have a blast while learning things that will help you later in life. It doesn't matter whether you're a seven-year-old first-time camper, a 16-year-old CIT, a college-age staff member, or a year-round professional with more than two decades under your belt. There's always a lot to learn at camp. The idea behind this podcast is to shine a light on some of the lessons learned from summer camp and to figure out how we can apply them with our lives back home. I hope you'll hear a few bits of summer camp wisdom that you can put to work immediately in your daily life. Scrappy. Hi, buddy. Hey, Cole. How's it going? Good. We made it through a summer. We made it through. Here we are on the other end. So the last time we had a campfire conversation just for the, the podcast, we had a bunch this past summer. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was late one evening, right before all the counselors showed up. And you and I had had our last two glasses of wine uh, for, for a very long time. Yep. Um, and we were a little loose and also a little, I think, honestly, a little weary um, about what we're about to get into. So looking back on it from the safe confines of our homes back here in Athens, Georgia, and away in Atlanta, Georgia, away from camp, what, what are your impressions of summer 2021? It's funny you mentioned that because it seems like ages ago that we did that. I got it's like, oh yeah, that wasn't even that long ago. Um, and here we are on the other end, and it, it we made it. You know, that was the biggest thing for us, and, and kind of do it. And the first thing I always think of is all the hardships, everything that we did. The kids had a blast, yeah, and all the campers and even a lot of the staff members just loved it and were so appreciative of everything we did and being at camp and doing that. And that's the first thing that happened. Like all the hardships which we can talk about and the things that we had to change and do it was all worth it. It really was because when my first impression, the first thing I think of is they loved it. It was great. It was a success. It was exactly what we wanted to do. So it was great. Yeah. Yeah. The kids seemed like they left on a total high. It was interesting though. I feel like the first couple of days, everyone was just a little bit on pins and needles. Um, even during orientation, you know, we had the staff with us for two weeks. It's all like, okay, what, what's really going to happen here? How's this really going to play out? You know, we'd spent, gosh, 20 months planning for that experience. Um, and then we finally get into it. Then the kids get there. It's like, okay, how is this going to play out? They hadn't seen each other. The returners hadn't seen each other in, you know, two years, basically, you know, from mm-hmm. August of 19 until the summer of uh, June of 2021. That was a big step for a lot of people. Um, and it, 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 it played out in very different ways. I feel like from people being wide open and like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing to people who are normally wide open, being a little reserved. Did you, what did you notice that as well? Yeah. I think it's, you know, starting with the counselors, it was, it was that ease into it of like, Oh, can we do this? We were allowed to wait. I can, I can walk <laughs> around without a mask or I can, you know, go interact with somebody and say hi. Um, and so it was kind of that ease into it. And like you said, there are some people that told, as soon as they stepped on camp, they forgot all about it. And it was uh, campers and counselors. They saw you and it was a hug and it was like, oh, I don't care. It was just right into it. Yeah. Um, and so there was that mix of it. You know, I, I think coming off of what we did for the past year, there was a, a, a heightened apprehension. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just because a lot of how much the world is changed and that there weren't used to it. Nobody was used to this kind of quote unquote normal feeling in an environment where all of a sudden they got to camp and it felt normal. It felt like, Hey, just like we do every summer, here we are. Uh, let's go, let's have some fun and, and see what happens. 
Yeah. So let's get, I know a lot of people have the question, you know, did Camp Wakoyak have COVID this summer? Um, and the answer is yes. You know, we did, you know, we, you know, we had a couple of staff members that had it, uh, mostly support staff members, one, one bunk counselor, um, who thankfully was, uh, many of whom actually were vaccinated. I think actually mm-hmm. 90% of the people who uh, were COVID positive of the, I think we had 10 cases um, yeah. early on, they were vaccinated. Yeah, so, I think I think actually everyone was vaccinated or recently vaccinated, as me and the doctor like to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and it was actually it was scary at the time, you know, because like mm-hmm. obviously you've been hearing about this in the world. And so all of a sudden it's face to face and you're dealing with it. But it was exactly what we planned for, which was, OK, we talked about this for eight months. What do we do if this happens? What do we do if that happens? Mm-hmm. Well, it happened. We did it and we dealt with it and we moved on. And it was like, this is what we planned for. Just like anything else at camp. It's like this is what we plan for. This is what we talk about because when the things happen, uh, we work it, we work through it and we deal with it. Um, and that's what happened. You know, my biggest concern when that was happening was nobody got sick. Nobody got, right. I, that was, that was the, always the biggest concern. It's like, you right. know, it's like the stigma of, oh, you got COVID. It was like, yeah, sure. It's like the same thing, how it used to be with lice, you know, when that first right. was a big thing. Like, oh, this camp has lice. And it's like, yeah, of course you, you bring 400 and, or 700 people from all over the world. It's, it's bound to happen. It's how you deal with it. It's how you respond and how you yep. react. Uh, and that's exactly what we did. We, we put all the protocols into place. We put everything into place. And that, just like we said to everybody, like you said, uh, to, you know, beforehand, we can't guarantee you it's not going to happen, but we can guarantee you we're going to do the right things that we have to, to deal with it and take care of it. It's exactly what happened. Everybody was safe. We, we were able to continue on. We had a couple extra pod days. That was about the worst, worst case scenario, <laughs> uh, which didn't make anybody happy, but it, it worked out. It was still fine. You know, I, th- I think that was the, the biggest takeaway and learning lesson is like, yeah, you, you know, if you're if you're going to plan for something when it happens, do what you planned and just just, yep. you know, do it. You know, well, that's I think why you do it. We, we had communicated the plan like, all right, if something happens to our families, this is what we're going to do. We went through the plan. And like you said, we, we just kind of executed it. And I think the one thing from my standpoint, I was always concerned about how would the families and the staff react? Because I always kind of thought the kids are going to be like, OK, you know, they, they all know somebody who's got COVID at, at school and right. it's not that big of a deal for, for this age group. Um, and the kids were great, you know, is easy. The parents were fantastic. They were so yeah. appreciative of just simply the communication. And I, we, we spoke to a bunch of different camps this summer and, and since the summer who dealt with COVID and they all said the same thing. You know, they, they had a plan in place. They worked the plan and the parents were accepting. It's like, okay, you know, it's just kind of part of the deal right now. Yeah, I think that's what you, again, that's what we had to, it has to be. And it's what it is. That's what it has to do. Uh, mm-hmm. You just do what has to be done. And even the staff members, they stepped it up. Cause like you say, it was a lot of, it was a lot of kitchen staff. So all of a sudden it was like, I was short, you know, if eight people in our kitchen. So I was asking other people to, Hey, can you come work in the kitchen? And people were like, yeah, let's do it. Like it was, it, it almost t- turned into a, a, a bonding experience to where they stepped up and covered for each other and said, yeah, we're going to get through this together. We're, we're going to do this all together and, and make it through just like we would anywhere else. Yep. Yeah, totally agree. So thinking back on it, you know, we made some, some pretty significant changes as did a lot of camps in terms of how they bring you know kids into camp and the pods and, and all the different things. What are some of the things from this past summer you feel like you would like to keep for next summer, you know, because COVID is going to be here. I mean, it's just, we're going to have to learn how to live with this thing. Um, What are some of the things that, that you think that went actually really well that improved camp? 
Yeah, I think starting off the, the what quote unquote pod days, uh, there were some benefits to that because what happened was is the for the first day or two, all of a sudden these groups of kids spent more time together than they ever did before. And we were all worried like, oh, they're going to get sick of each other. Uh, but it, it was the opposite. Uh, it brought them closer together and they were able to do activities that they might not have ever done before. Like my favorite thing, you know, we had a bunch of 10th grade, 10th grade boys uh, that went and did arts and crafts because it was on their schedule yeah. and they loved it. They were like, oh, this is so much fun. And they had a blast. It was great. And it was like, oh, this is, and they never would have t- chosen arts and crafts otherwise, but because of that, they had to do it. Uh, another thing I remember going to the baseball field and looking out and there was a full baseball game. There was nine on nine. It was like a full hole. And we've yep. never seen that before because you never usually have that many kids sign up for that activity. Um, so I think it, it created some, th- some things that we don't normally do, but because we had to rethink how we were doing things, we go, oh, we should do this more often. This is kind of a nice, nice way to do things, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, the moment that, it brought the pod clarity came to me was walking down by our new aqua park um, and having, I think it was like 36 ninth grade girls down at the waterfront giggling like crazy. They were giggling like they were seven and eight years old. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, this normally would not happen right? because it's, you know, as a choice-based camp, you know, a lot of our girls wouldn't choose necessarily that, but man, all the ninth grade girls down there together having that much fun. I mean, it was like, holy cow, this is awesome. Now I, I still want to go back to the choices because I think that's what makes our camp a little bit different right. as the way we handle that. But I agree with you. The first couple of days of pods really did help build some relationships very quickly between the kids and the staff and each other. Um, and be able to see all of camp and try some things you wouldn't normally try. Yeah, exactly. You know, that it was just one of these things that was kind of because we had to, you know, again, think outside the box of not doing what we normally do. We were able to go back to the, the basics of camp, as, they, as we said mm-hmm. beforehand, you know, and, mm-hmm. and we, we saw it work. The kids like camp. They don't come to camp for the trips or for this or for that. They come right. to camp because it's camp. Uh, and we proved it. It was like a, it was a proof of concept this summer where we didn't have to leave camp. We didn't have to go to theme parks or water parks. And, and it was a blast. That's not why they're coming to camp. They're coming to right. camp for that community for their friends, for the activities, for the fun stuff, uh, and just providing it and being able to do it showed that, yeah, this is why we do it. You know, do we even need to go back and do some of that stuff? So, you know, we described this summer as like we were on a, a great big cruise ship in the middle of the ocean that had you know, all the great things to do. No, but you're not leaving the cruise ship. Do you think that that was the hardest part for the staff? Because I agree with you. I don't think the kids missed it. You know, they might have yeah. missed some of the kids missed the Wayne County events where we play other camps within Wayne County. Absolutely. Um, but the leagues were great. So we, we had plenty of competition for those that wanted it, but the staff members couldn't leave. Yeah. Um, for the newer staff members that have never been to camp before, it didn't impact them as much. But for me, I'm a big, I'm a big, you know, proponent of perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Is here you are as a counselor living with a bunch of kids and you're grinding and you're tired, you're having fun, but you're tired and you're sweaty. And even just driving off camp and going to the store you go, wait, what I have back there is really special. That's Mm. pretty awesome. And it gives them this perspective and and not being able to have those little moments um, to kind of re-energize them, I think took a little bit, you know, towards the end of camp, the staff was, because they didn't have those moments of Um, re-energizing. You know, they didn't just have those little, so it wasn't even getting off camp to do activities. It was just getting off camp 
to get that perspective of like sure. how special is, you know, and then at the end of the summer, once the whole, everybody left for good uh, is when all the counselors and staff members be like, I, I got to come back. This was, this is amazing. They never, <laughs> they didn't do it before. And you know, were a week before that they were, they were like, I can't wait to get out of here. I just need to see something else. And then as soon as you leave, you go, Oh my God, this is amazing. So, uh, you know, that's one of those things. I think it, it, when it comes back, it's like a double-edged sword, you know, I, I don't know if, how great it's going to be or if it's really needed too, uh, but we'll see how it goes. But again, those moments to give the staff that is big for them. I think it just does, it, it, it helps them see what they're doing is really worth it. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, and we got so many great notes uh, and phone calls and emails from, from staff and from kids and from, from parents saying, you know, gosh, that, that was just what we needed this past summer. You know, it was, yeah. you know, some of it wasn't the summer that we wanted, but it was the summer that we got just like it was the previous summer. And, um, and I think that the kids made total lemonade out of, out of the, the very few lemons that we had to deal with, but, you know, gosh, it, it could not have gone that much better uh, than, than what we had hoped for. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what we planned for is we needed to give, create this place where they could kind of forget about this craziness that's going on. In the right. world. And, and yep. during the summer, you know, it was uh, leading up to the summer vaccine was rolling out, cases were going down and we were like, Oh, the world's getting better. This is great. And then during the summer, yeah, things the kind, of, kind of, yeah, there were spikes <laughs> and it kind of took a turn for the worse. Um, and so I remember prepping the staff uh, before they, you know, a couple of days before they leave, like, Hey guys, you've been in this bubble where it feels like everything is normal, but you're about to go back out in the world and it's not doing great right now. And I remember telling them all like, Hey, if you're on flights, you're gonna have to bring like mask mandates everywhere and you can't do this and you can't. And they were like, what? I thought everything was all good. Cause you, you know, we, we able to create such a great place that they kind of forgot that what was going on. Like, and it happens at camp all the time. You get your camp bubble where you're not paying attention to the mm-hmm. outside world. It's one of the benefits of going to camp. Everybody mm-hmm. says that. Um, and this summer was really strange because it was like on the, when you were starting to come out, you're like, Oh no, 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 I don't, I don't want to go out there. I want to stay here. Like, no, let's not do this this you know yeah it's funny we had a a great couple of gatherings with the wayne county camp alliance you know camp directors and camps and assistant directors and and the different teams there over the last couple of days Um, and one thing i've heard from a couple of camps was that summer camp made it actually more challenging for their kids to go back into school yeah because you know they went from the bubble that they were in where they didn't have to mask because you know everybody had done testing and proved that covid was not in camp and not not an issue so everybody took the mask off and went back to the real world so you know we we got to that point in a very scientific logical way but now all of a sudden they go back to homes and they go back to schools and they've got a mask or they've still got a distance learn or they've got all these different things that it seemed like it was the absolute best blip that they could have had. Yeah. And then it makes it harder for them as they move back into, you know, the different restrictions that we're living with right now. Yeah. Even me and myself, when I came, when I came back in the, the real world and it's like, you go to run in the store and you're like, Oh wait, I gotta go back to the car. You know, yeah. cause it's like, you just got so used to like, Oh yeah, you don't need to do this. So it, it, there's definitely that readjustment period. I could see some campers, especially if they're not even, someone might not even be back in school physically mm-hmm. yet. Like you said, some of them are still doing virtual and right. it's like, wait, they had this, you know, amazing social interactions and back to doing that. And then all of a sudden it's back to like, Oh no, that's not there anymore. Yeah. Which is, which is tough for sure. Yeah, definitely. All right. So we're, we're two months, past leaving camp all the kids have gone all the staff have gone um you know you and i have stayed up to camp a little bit longer you know running some groups that were always fun but we're we're two months removed what do you miss about the the melee of the summer 
Uh, I, I, the one thing I always miss is is the the people. You know, it's the campers, it's the sounds, it's the fun, it's the like it's something to do at any point in time. I remember because especially this summer, it was hard, it was stressful, and there'd be times when I'd be sitting at my desk in my office, and I'm just like, "Why am I doing this?" And I go, "You know what?" And I go walk out at camp, and I go over to the Gaga pit, and the kids are playing and laughing and smiling, and you go, "This is what I do." You know, or I just stop at the top chef to be like, hey, what are you making today? Uh, and try something that the kids are making. And you go, yeah, this is why I do it. So, you know, not seeing it physically, that's, I think, is something I always miss. And every year when you're not there, you go, you, you have to have that reminder to go, yeah, this is why we do it. This is, this is the reasons, you know? And so seeing it every day is, and then I come home and again, I work from home and, you know, I do a lot of virtual interviews. So not, not seeing those people all the time, all the time is like, hey, wait, I missed that. I want I can't wait to get back to that already, you know? Yeah. yeah. I miss a salad bar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nothing like fresh cut up fruit and, and food that uh, somebody else is doing for you. You know, I, I definitely don't eat as well when I'm home, which is kind of funny to say, you know, <laughs> it is amazing what the kitchen team put out the summer. I mean, given all of the, the constraints and the issues, you know, that everybody had with um, supply chains and everything else. I mean, they crushed it. I mean, it was uh, amazing. It really was. I mean, we had so many plans for for backups because we did. We heard so many times like you're not going to get this meal. There's no chicken wings, a chicken wing shortage. I was like, wait, all these things are going on. <laughs> so we had plans. You know, all right, if we have to do pancake breakfast for dinner one night, we're going to do that just because we had to have stuff slide up and supplied and, and all these things. And yep. and it, it just worked so great. Uh, and again, you know, the kids were just so happy and everybody was so happy to be there that it made it a little easier. You know, mm-hmm. and the fact that we were still able to do it at a high level and, and not really take a hit on quality mm-hmm. or anything like that made it better. And then we had that outside tent, which I think all the kids loved as well. I think that was a nice yeah. touch. To, well, um, and, and I think that's one of the things that I would keep, you know, I mm-hmm. love having the outside tent where we mm-hmm. can kind of move and, and have meals out there, have great evening activities out, out there, you know, just a good covered space with music and lights and, you know, all the fun things. Um, but I also loved doing um, our sing, not our sing, mm-hmm. our, it was spirit night yeah. and our MTV night and our lip sync battle all outside on the portable stage on the basketball courts with the, the kids sitting there all around and the, the bleachers. I mean, that was awesome. Yeah, that was something. Another thing we, we talk about what we're going to keep or what I'd like to keep for next year. We did some of those all camp events. Just we planned ahead of time. Normally we'd go in the theater and we'd all sit inside and we're like, all right, well, let's just plan on doing them outside this year. Mm-hmm. And I remember doing it. And the first night we did it, everybody came up to me or Dana or you and was like, we, we need to do this every year. This is awesome. You know, yeah. the weather's nice. Everybody's outside. It's just it's just a whole different atmosphere and a different vibe uh, being on, outside underneath the, the stars as they come out and the sun is setting. Um, and it was, it was really nice. Again, there's another one of those things where you're like, I don't know if we would have done that in a normal year, but we were forced to do it this year. And we're like, Hey, this is pretty awesome. Let's keep doing that. <laughs> totally. Mm-hmm. So thinking back on the summer, what, what surprised you? Like, were there a couple of things that like stand out as surprises? Like, Hmm, I'm, I'm actually shocked that that worked or that didn't work or whatever it may be. Um, the only thing I would be surprised it was one of those things I hoped for, but I, I'm a, I'm a realist, but it was the resiliency of the kids and the staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm kind of a, re, a pessimist and even in our meetings where I, I remember even having a, a gentleman's bet with somebody to say like, there will be kids wear their masks all summer, even when we tell them that they don't have to wear it right. because they're just so used to it. And I remember just them, them saying, uh, it, it's not going to matter once they get to camp. They're not going to forget. Like I remember right. just because that was kind of my role sometimes. And they didn't like they, they, once they, they got comfortable, like they, even the hard, there was one or two kids that like held out after we dropped it, they were still mm-hmm. wearing them. 
and then they stopped and they were like, right. all right, no. And, and just the resiliency of the, of the kids when they came back to camp to just jump right back into it. Uh, that was a surprise to me. Cause again, I'm, a, I'm sometimes a realist and I, and I always, <laughs> I always prepare for the worst and hope for the best. That's just kind of my, kind of what I do. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised to say, Hey, you know what, uh, this actually worked. All the things that we said were going to, we hoped were going to happen. It, it did happen. And, and that's what I'm happy to see. So that, that would, I would just say about the only thing. Yeah, um, that was great. What about you? Uh, biggest surprises. Um, yeah, I mean, we. I, it's funny. I feel like I have amnesia every time I get to this time of the year because <laughs> mm-hmm. I look back over the summer and, you know, every day was nuts, you mm-hmm. know, in, in a wonderful way and sometimes in a not so wonderful way. Um, you know, and I can look back over the nightly blog post that I put up on the, the website for everybody to see. And um, I, I guess maybe the I was surprised, actually, that the phone call, the new po- phone call policy went as well as it did. Uh, That's to be true. Honest. You know, we tried something new with kids bringing their phones and storing them in the office, parents, so we don't let them go, you know, to the, mm-hmm. the bunks. But for each child, you know, to have their own cell phone, um, to do a FaceTime call, supervised, yeah. obviously, you know, and so they're not playing around with other things. But, you know, that 15-minute call was actually really good for our, our parents and for our kids. And that's, you know, as technology um, phobic people at summer camp. Obviously, we're not technology phobic the rest of the year, but um, I was surprised that that went as well as it did. Actually, I surprised that it, it felt like it made the experience better uh, really? for the kids. Yeah, you know, it's funny. In the past, it was like a seven-minute phone call on the front porch, right. you know, with the kids sitting in chairs right next to each other, and that was never a great setup. It's just what we had. Um, but now, with the kids be able to spread out a little bit more, I felt like they could interact more freely with their parents and more relaxed with their parents. And it just was a better experience top to bottom. So um, I was surprised by that. It yeah. worked out great. That's good. Yeah. That's something that I say, cause I'm a technology guy as well, that I said that a couple of years ago when I first started that like eventually we're, it's not gonna be phone calls. It's gonna be FaceTime calls or zoom right. calls so they can see their parents. But I was, we were always concerned if that affects the the homesickness. Cause even the, you right. know, t- hearing the phone, uh, the, the parents voice on the phone can make them homesick. So who knows what happens if they were see them. So yeah, like that's, it's kind of amazing that it worked. So that, yeah. that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And I was also frankly a little surprised because we were so used to being in certain spots for our big events. Mm-hmm. that the outside experience works so well, you yeah. know, and that's, you know, again, we're, <laughs> I, I'm will be the first to say that you have to kill some traditions just because <laughs> you don't know why they began. Right. Um, and that was a couple of those traditions. I thought, Oh, we just have to always have it here, but no, you really don't. As long as you're yeah. together and you can hear each other, that's what you need. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, I think, again, that's one of those things that just, it's, it's a positive thing that came out of it. We're like, Hey, look at this. we got a new tradition now. Like, hey, yeah. you know, that's, that's how traditions are made. You just got sometimes <laughs> by necessity, you know, sometimes you just have to do something and rip the bandaid off, you know? Totally. So what do you feel like you learned this past summer that you'll apply, you know, around your house and in your community for the next, you know, nine months before we go back to camp again? Uh, I mean, besides the normal camp stuff, which is just be nice to everybody and have fun and be awesome. I mean, because that's an every year kind of reminder when we go back to camp. Um, I, you know, I'm not sure. Again, this this year was just it was such a, a satisfying payoff of not having camp for you know two years. You know, mm-hmm. Dana, my wife, said that it was like she never got she did all the work for two years before she right. got the payoff, which made it really hard. Um, and so having that payoff is is really nice and, and something that I, we're always trying to bring back to the real world. You know, mm-hmm. it's actually funny because because at Carter, my son's elementary school, we're part, very active now in the PTA and doing fundraisers. And I actually just started and we're thinking about doing it, um, doing a fundraiser to build a Gaga pit 
in nice. the playground because um, nice. they don't have Gaga. Uh, and it's like one of those simple, easy games where like, hey, this isn't that hard to build. It's not that hard. Let's 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 do that. And so it's like those simple kind of games, those things that it, it's like weird that that only exists at camp. You know, it's like, why? You know, why does that only why has nobody ever heard of Gaga if they haven't been to summer camp? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, so why can't we bring some of these things to the outside world? Uh, and it's the same thing with just everything in the community. It's just that compassion and being nice and building a community and being nice to, another, you know, to one another is something we're always trying to bring. So uh, this year wasn't that different in that respect. It's just yeah. kind of a great reminder. It's been so long since we've done it. They're like, oh yeah, let's try and make the real world like this. This is how it's supposed to be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. To me, it was the, the learning about the resiliency of our families mm. um, and our staff, like, look, it's going to be okay. You know, we're, yeah. we're going to figure this out as long as, you know, we can continue to do the things that, you know, we say we're going to do on a daily basis and, and, you know, live life with integrity and kindness and it works, you know, yeah. and a lot of people will, will, you know, give you some, some rope, if you will. Um, if they know that you're, they trust you and that you're working hard and you're going to make it, you know, the best you can possibly be. So. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, it was great. Well, Scrap, you know, we're on to season six. Um, and for the Campfire Conversation, we got a lot of good conversations planned. I hear that you might have a, a takeover event at some point here pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you directors have, have had your time. You know, you're always talking to <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, yeah, there's a couple assistant directors that I work with at other camps uh, that we, we've talked about bringing in. So I might be guest hosting a couple times this season. Um, also, I think people should shoot us some emails if they have some ideas of things that we they would like to hear us talk about about mm -hmm. uh, let us know you know i think that's always good you know we work on feedback just like everything else we need that's to hear right. what you're thinking um so if anybody out there listening has an idea uh feel free to shoot us an email um and let us know all the information's on there and so something to talk about uh but yes yeah, look out for that and we're going to continue uh trying to again more, more so now than ever uh, in this world i think it needs it to bring that compassion of you know trying to create camp in the real world um how do we do that what lessons can we do can we learn from to, to bring it to the outside world? So I, I think it's important, more important now than ever to keep yeah. this conversation going and, and keep something out there. Totally agree. And it's funny. I, I haven't looked at our, any of our stats or anything for a long time yeah, I looked at it today. Dude, we, we've had over 20,000 downloads of our podcasts. That's incredible. Which is crazy. When you think yeah. about, we're just talking about summer camp and just mm -hmm. having a blast with it. So uh, yeah. for those who have listened to this point, a big, huge thank you. I, I we hope that this has been useful for you all uh, and will continue to be so. So, like Scrappy said, though, send us some ideas, you know, whether it be through the Facebook group or you can send it at, uh, I think it's info at campfireconversation.com mm -hmm. um, or Cole at campfireconversation.com. So a lot of different ways to get in touch with us. So awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, that's well, Scrap, great. Looking forward to uh, the next season. Let's have some fun. All right. Let's have some fun. It's going to be great. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. Thanks again to our friends at Scope for sponsoring the Campfire Conversation podcast. Scope stands for Summer Camp Opportunities Promote Education. They provide children from underserved communities with life-changing opportunities through the experience of summer camp. Scope campers benefit from a positive, safe, and healthy environment led by excellent role models who give them the chance to develop their full potential. We both believe that summer camp reinforces what children learn in school and enhances overall academic learning. If you would like to help give some wonderful children a life-changing experience, I hope you'll join me in supporting SCOPE. You can find them online at scopeusa.org and on social media at support SCOPE.